Hi guys, welcome back to the Lifestyle Fit Podcast. Uh, this episode is going to be about building small habits. So what do we mean by this when it comes to any kind of fitness, nutrition plan or anything along these lines? You maybe hear people saying it, you know, building habits, and it really is the staple to any success is building these small habits. If you think of when you've been on diets and stuff in the past, you've maybe gone in all guns blazing, you've cut out all the foods, you've started exercising loads. And what happens is over a few, should we say weeks, I'd like to say weeks, that you would last in this process and then it all goes out the window because you have a takeaway weekend or a weekend out with friends or whatever it may be and the shit hits the fan and it all goes horribly wrong, you go back to your old lifestyle. So when we say building habits, it's about building habits that are going to help change you and be more beneficial for your fat loss journey. So th there's so many different habits out there that you can build, but one of the key things, and I think it's more important than anything, when I sit down with clients and friends and anyone who I'm just giving some helpful pointers to when it comes to fat loss, is you want to start to build these small habits in there. So we can break them down and whatever it may be. There's millions and millions of them. So for instance, you have to have a look at your current lifestyle and be like, right, am I drinking a, enough water on a daily basis? So let's hit out with the average that two liters per day is kind of average. That's, that's what we're, we're looking for. And most people come to me, they'll be like, no way near that, right? So building a small habit isn't going, right, you need to drink two liters of water a day. You have to kind of sit down and go, well, what am I currently drinking? And I don't just mean water is in a glass of water, a bottle of water, because obviously the water that you're taking in on a daily basis can come in the forms of tea, coffee, yes, juice as well. Obviously, we would like a lot of it to come from water on its own, but you have to factor in other things as well because you get some from food, but calculating that becomes, yeah, a nightmare. So we're just gonna stick with the liquid that you're consuming in the form of a drink, and you have to look at where you're currently at. So if you are only, say, having one pint of water per day at the moment, so what's that, like 568 mils, I think it is. So if you're gonna go from one pint per day to two liters per day, massive change isn't it you know going from that to to try and factor that in for some this might not be any bother at all but for others it can be a real struggle and the last thing we want is to anything to feel like a struggle to feel like a chore by building these small habits we want to slot them in so it's nice and easy slots into your lifestyle and doesn't feel too difficult to do so maybe it's a little bit less than two liters to start with. if you're someone who drinks one pint a day, maybe we say two pints a day, okay? And that can be over, a, say, a seven-day period or a 14-day period. We're just gonna say, right, for the next seven days, what I want you to do is I want you to drink two pints of water every day. Bear in mind, we're gonna get some more from food, so the chances are we're probably a little bit more than a litre per day. But, yeah, physically, the person knows themselves that they are having then a litre of water per day. And it's about building that small habit because once you have built that small habit, that litre per day, 
then you can look to increase it later on down the line. And it doesn't seem too much because once you're into the habit of already drinking a litre, drinking two litres is a lot easier than drinking a litre. And it's the same with steps, okay? So step count, we often say, oh, you need to hit 10,000 steps per day. Now for some, this isn't a struggle. Hitting those 10,000 steps per day, piece of piss, nice and easy. But for others, that can be really difficult because at the moment, you know, maybe they're not doing anywhere near as many as that. Maybe they're uh, an office worker who sits behind a desk all day. So go going from where they are currently at to 10,000 is a massive, massive climb and it is going to feel like a chore. So it's breaking it down and making it easier for them. So you have to look right. How many steps are you currently doing? For instance, I have a client and she does, when she first came to me, about three, 4,000 steps per day. Okay, so me telling her to go and do 10,000 steps was gonna be massive. So we didn't do that. We just said, right, what we want you to do for the next two weeks is I want you to hit 5,000, 6,000 steps per day, somewhere between that bracket, okay? So she's going up an extra 1,000 to 2,000 steps per day. Do you know what happens when you tell someone to get an extra 1,000, 2,000 steps per day? Sometimes they go up more and above that because they see it as, easier to hit that 1,000 extra steps a day and they think, well, do you know what? I'm gonna do some more. And we're building that change, that small habitual change is happening and they're going above and beyond it. Not everybody will, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying everybody's gonna try and absolutely smash it, but some will. Some will go above and beyond, but some will hit that. You know, that extra 1,000 steps a day, they will hit that, great. Then we have built the change already. That small change has increased from three, 4,000 steps a day to five, 6,000 steps per day. And that is more achievable than setting a target that is ridiculously high that someone probably isn't going to hit and then feeling like a failure. There is no better example of this than workouts. Now workouts are the best one for this because how many times have you gone on a fitness or a health kick and gone, right, I'm gonna go to the gym or gonna work out five days this week and then you start maybe first week maybe you do good on you second week no and how crap do you feel when you maybe only do two or three workouts and you're like oh god i failed i didn't hit the five workouts that i said i was going to do and you feel shitty about it and that again completely natural behavior because you've not been realistic you've overshot what you can actually manage therefore now you feel crap about it there is no win in that because you're feeling crap, you're feeling like you've failed and that is not where we want people to go in their health and fitness journey. We don't want them to feel like failure. So we set these small changes. So an example for this is to look at someone's like, how many times are they currently working out per week? Are you seeing a familiarity here? It's the same thing time and time again. You have to look where you're currently at, then have a look what you can physically and realistically manage and then set a goal from that. All about those SMART goals. Specific, measurable, achievable, realistic, and then time frame. You know, you have to look at all these different things, okay? So we have to be realistic and go, well, actually, next week I've got really busy week at work, so I'm probably only gonna manage two, three sessions to work out next week. Great, let's factor that in. Let's aim for two, and if we get anything more above that, brilliant, or three. Whichever one you can. Are looking at but you have to then set it because that's going to be more achievable because if you hit two or three 
you are gonna feel fantastic. I did my workouts, great, exactly what I planned. But if we overshoot and go for five, then yeah, you know, that's too much. So whenever I have any client consultations or chats with them, and the first thing I'll say to them is, right, realistically, how many, how many workouts can you do? And if they split it and say, well, I could probably do four or five, I go, great, let's do four. Because if they hit five, brilliant. But if they hit four, that's all I've asked of them. I've only asked them to hit four. And that is exactly changing their mindset to be like, yep, I've succeeded, I've done well. And that hitting that four could be the difference between them progressing towards the goals and not. Because feeling like you're failing at everything puts you into a downward spiral. And that is not what we want. When you're coming to lose fat, and this goes for everyone out there, you want to feel like you're progressing and you're achieving. And this can be really, really difficult. And this is why standing on the scales week in, week out can be really bad. Because in your mind, you're setting yourself goals that maybe you're going to lose three, four pounds a week. And if you step onto the scales and you've only lost a pound, boom. You feel like a failure, you're, you're not in a good place. And that is exactly the same with all these small changes. We have to set the small changes that are achievable. You have to be honest with yourself and think, well, can I actually do that? You know, can I hit it? And over time, it may take us longer to build up. So for instance, with the water side of things to get to the two liters, it might take longer. You know, some people out there, I know some trainers, first week, boom, you're going up to two liters, great. And if that works for them, brilliant, all beats them. That is not the way I look at it with my clients. The way I look at it with my clients is I go, right, let's have a look. Let's try and hit this this week. And if they go above it, brilliant. And then in time, we will build up to that two liters. So it doesn't feel so much in such a short space of time. It always falls back to the same things time and time again. Long-term sustainability. It may take us longer to get to that two liters of water. But we're going to get there because we're going to gradually build it up rather than set a massive goal to start off with that the chances are we may not be able to hit. Like I say, I've got clients out there who hit it no problem at all first week and that's great for them. But that wasn't what we set out to do. We maybe set out smaller. They've overachieved. Brilliant. How amazing are they going to feel? They are going to feel really, really amazing. But for those that... We set the smaller ones for, and maybe they only hit their one. You know, they're not overachieving, they're just hitting it. That's just as brilliant because you've still made the change, haven't you? You've still gone from drinking that one pint of water per day, or maybe less, to drinking that two pints of water per day. So you're still progressing. And this is the stuff that people don't focus on with their health and fitness journey. They don't focus on the wins. These small habits that they are building they don't often recognize the enormity of them and how they've changed their life just by doing that the focus is always there on the the big goal the long-term goal to start off with now whatever that may be whether it be you know two stone weight loss or whether it be to run a marathon whatever it is they don't look at the smaller things that they're doing week in week out to get towards that long-term goal we call them stepping stone goals because that's exactly what they are. We set these small term, you know, goals that we're achieving every week to work towards that long-term goal, whatever that may be. And you really should be celebrating them because you have changed your life dramatically enough to go from this, whatever it may be, that drinking that one pint, 
to this, which is drinking that two pints every day. And that's a huge change to your life. You know, by drinking all this, you are changing it. By completing two to three workouts per week when maybe you're not currently doing any, you're gonna start to see changes. And yes, it's not maybe exactly where you want to be long-term, but you will get there, you know. It's about starting somewhere, but starting at a level that's not too high from where you're currently at. And that is where we go wrong, more often than not with our diet plans, our fitness plans. We try to do too much too soon. And then when we start to fail and not hit it, we become, you know, not happy that we're not progressing. We only see the, the failings, we don't see the win, you know. You could look at it and go, well, I failed, I didn't hit that five workouts. Yeah, but you hit three. And three is a lot more than you were doing last week or the week before, vice versa. You know, all these different things. You have to look at it and go, right, actually, I'm doing pretty, pretty freaking amazing. I'm, you know, hitting three workouts a week. I'm drinking a litre of water per day. My steps have gone from three to 4,000 to 6,000, let's say. You know, these are all massive changes and all of them will help you get towards your your goals, you know, your goals that you really want. And that's all I, that we can do from it is to be realistic with our, our plan. You have to be realistic with a plan and expectations. It's the same with losing the weight, you know. Everybody wants that quick weight loss. We want it. We live in a society where we can get everything in the drop of a hat nowadays. You know, you can get food delivered to you. You can get Amazon next day delivery or in some places at the same time. So when it comes to starting the fat loss process, they want it there and then. They want it quick. You know, I want to lose a stone as quick as possible. While that, you know, there is ways that you can do this, that you can lose weight super, super quick. But then as soon as you go back to that, normal lifestyle you're gonna regain it all and we're gonna be back in the same place so it's not about that so this is why when we sell these fitness plans well I know for myself anyway it's not just about how much weight you can lose yes it's great to see people achieving their weight loss goals there is no better feeling as a coach than seeing somebody get their goal that they've been chasing but we get to see the life change that happens between starting all the way up into that goal. So these little wins that we don't always celebrate, you know, that we maybe don't look upon and think, wow, you know, what a change. But if you can go from starting a fitness plan one week to being, I don't know, four weeks down and all of a sudden you're drinking a lot more water, your steps have increased, let's say, 40%. You know, your workouts have increased. They've gone from maybe one a week to three structured ones a week. That is a huge, huge change to your life. You know, by committing that time to your goal and the effort that you're putting in, as a coach, it's a great, great feeling to see. But it all stems from building those small habits. So when you, ever you hear someone say, oh, we're gonna change your habits, we're gonna build on it, you probably gloss it over when you first join any kind of plan because you're just looking long-term, how much weight are they gonna help me lose? You're not looking at all the stuff that you're gaining. You know, the health aspects that you're gaining. By doing all this, building these 
small habit changes that you maybe didn't look upon in the beginning. You're becoming healthier. You know, you're reducing your risk of cardiac diseases. You're reducing your risk of diabetes. You know, you're becoming more mobile in your day-to-day stuff. You're becoming more flexible. You're becoming stronger. You're increasing your aerobic capacity. So all these massive things, them ones are even harder to sell because you can't see it a lot of the time. Unless you're doing regular fitness testing, you know, and to see to someone to say, you're becoming healthier because, you know, you're reducing your risk of diabetes. Can you see it on the scales? Not really. So will people recognize it as as much as they would as if they lost three pound? No, they wouldn't. But long term, you know, that's a massive change that you're making to your life. And by making these changes, you're becoming healthier. And once you start getting these wins under your belt, you know, hitting them, you become more motivated. Everyone's after it. You know, they want the motivation to keep going. This is how you become motivation. You take action. And by taking these actions, you get these small wins and these small wins are going to release a feeling and you're going to be like, wow, I'm absolutely smashing it. I'm doing this, I'm doing that. And that leads you to doing more. So hence why I said at the beginning, people start to overachieve on their goals, maybe weekly goals that they're setting, whether that be the steps, the the water, the workouts, whatever it is. By the way, it's not always just these things. These are just examples I'm giving. You know, I've had habits that we've built with clients where it's just every two days you have to do something for yourself rather than always doing stuff for the kids, partners or whatever else it may be. Or maybe the habit changes to speak to a family member on a weekly basis. You know, there's so many different aspects of it that you can change about your lifestyle. But for the purposes of this, yes, I brought in the water scenario, the the steps and the workouts because we're on about fat loss. So these are the small changes that are going to lead to you succeeding in your fat loss journey. So next time, before you start setting yourself a crazy diet plan or a crazy fitness plan that you might stick to for a few weeks, then it's gonna fall by the wayside. Chances are you're gonna go back to the same way you did before, you you know, you're gonna go back to your natural eating. Look into the next few weeks. And I want you to just pick one thing that you can commit to. You know, I've gone over some of them, whether it's steps, workouts, water, whatever it is. Find that one thing and commit to it for seven or even 14 days. Start to see how well you can do it over the next week, two weeks. Once you've mastered it over the seven days or the 14 day period, set yourself another one, okay? So for instance, if we're going to say, right, currently doing 4,000 steps over the next 14 days, I want to be over 5,000 steps. And you do it. And every day you're getting over your 5,000 steps. Then guess what? After that, you're gonna add in something else. You can increase your steps again, by all means. If that is realistic for you in your life, you can do that. However, you can throw in something else and be like, right, I'm hitting over 5,000 steps per day. What am I gonna look at now? I'm gonna look at staying within my calorie range. Oh, something I didn't mention, but I'm mentioning it now. So, for the next seven or 14 days, I want to stick within my calorie target for fat loss. If you don't have your calorie target, give me a shout and we can work this out for you, whether it be fat loss. However, that doesn't matter at the moment. What matters is 
constantly making these small changes, okay? Committing to it, achieving it, moving on to the next one. Because this, my friend, is how you win at fat loss. You build these small changes, by building them, you stick to them. And they become lifelong habits, and this is how you become lifestyle fit. I will bang on about this all the time, because this is ultimately what I want you all to achieve. How to stay fit for the rest of your life. Not just fit, but healthy. You know, I want you to be healthy. I want you to get the most out of your life, enjoy it, but at the same time, not give up all the things you enjoy. We're gonna build these small changes. These small stepping stones are gonna work us to our big long-term goal. I hope this all makes sense for you. As always, guys, if you have any questions, drop me a message. I will do my best to answer them. And hopefully this has given you an insight into how to achieve your fat loss goals going forward. I want you to really, really focus. And if you wanna share them with me, share them with me. Let me know what is going to be your changes that you're going to make over the next few weeks. Like I say, find one thing, commit to it, keep going, be consistent with it over and over and over until eventually it's a built-in habit into your life. You know, it doesn't change. It's in there. Guys, good luck. Thanks for listening as always. Speak real soon.